0: Welcome back to the Simple Farmhouse Life Podcast, episode 63. Today I'm gonna be talking about some of my favorite farmhouse wall art ideas. This is something that's been on my mind a lot lately just because I have turned my focus indoors. I had all of this energy for outside in the spring and early summer. We were getting in the garden, getting new animals, getting the picket fence put up in the arbor, and now my mind just completely abandoned that idea and came indoors for this last bit of summer and fall. And I've been thinking about sprucing things up and making the home more cozy. I guess it's a something to do with winter and fall coming. I know it's not quite there just yet, but we're getting a wood stove put in our house this week. Temperatures have been dipping down into the 50s at night, so I guess that is what is causing it. But in this old Victorian house that we live in, we live in an 1860s farmhouse. I have really been craving something on the walls. I see these photos with homes that have this layered appearance. It just really looks comfortable, inviting, really pretty. It's so much different than what I'm used to doing and so it's a whole new learning curve for me and actually really fun. So I'm taking you along with me. I've made some mistakes along the way in things I've selected that haven't worked out and I'm getting to that point where, at least for now, I feel like I've come up with a few different ideas throughout our house that actually look really good and contribute more to that style that I'm going for, that layered, collected look. Just last Friday, actually, I went with a friend to a couple of antique shops in our area. I really had this wall art idea in mind, so I found a couple of frames, I found a needle point. I've just been collecting. I actually, this week, planned to do a whole lot of hanging up because we are gonna be finishing up the girls' room. That's gonna be something that I'm gonna be finally getting a lot of this stuff up because I have it in piles right now. So let me without further ado dive into some of my favorite wall art ideas for a farmhouse style. My name is Lisa, mom of six and creator of the blog and YouTube channel Farmhouse on Boone. Join me as I share with you my love for creating a handmade home from scratch cooking and a little mom and entrepreneur life along the way. First up on the list is vintage collections. Things like hats, Plates, mirrors, rolling pins, cutting boards, anything that is pretty on its own could just look cluttered if you throw it up on a shelf, unless it's very carefully arranged and curated. But I find that when they're put into a collection, it actually looks right. So I have a couple of images that I've saved where People collect different hand mirrors, so little vintage hand mirrors with the details on them, and then hang them in an arrangement, like a little gallery wall. Another thing, my friend actually that went antique shopping with me on Friday, she grabbed several rolls of old like yarn or thread, just those tall, you've seen them at thrift shops or antique shops, tall white spools of white thread and she put them all together on a shelf and it actually looked really cool, whereas it just on its own doesn't seem like much. I've also seen where people will hang an arrangement of cutting boards in a gallery wall style, look really cool. Plates, I have several of these currently in my farmhouse. I have one in the dining room and then one in my eating kitchen and I really haven't gotten sick of it yet. I feel like they look so pretty together. It's really easy to collect a little group of plates A lot of times, even if they don't have the full set, we'll see at least three or four together in a set at a thrift shop or an antique shop. So that's a really great way to go. I've thought about swapping out my blue plates that I have currently with red collection, with a red collection for Christmas time. Another is hats. I had my friend Deb from Seeking Lavender Lane on my podcast back a few weeks or months ago. And she has the most adorable wicker or straw hat wall on her daughter's Wall. She has uh, black ribbons around the hats, then them hung up in a really pretty pattern and collected together. They just look great. Okay, the next thing on my list is prints so finding artwork is expensive. Um, sometimes you will come across it at a thrift shop for a really good price, but a lot of times it's to find that wonderful landscape painting or a still life like blueberries or flowers or something like that is is hard to come by if if you want a specific style so You can actually order prints and you can either print them off on your home computer, you can order the prints themselves, you can order just the PDF and you could have them printed at a professional printing website. So I like to use a website called mpix.com. I actually just ordered some photos of my girls from there. I paid a little bit extra to have the matte finish so that it has not a glossy photo finish but more of that matte finish you might expect from a painting. Some of my favorite websites for that are Society6. I showed this on my YouTube video about farmhouse wall art, but I have several painting prints around my house. They have that matte finish. I have blueberries in my kitchen. I have a lilac in my laundry room that's really pretty. I actually created a link to the blueberries one, just a a short link so that you can get to Society6. You can find that at bit.ly slash mms blueberries because it is a miss mustard seed print and then if you click around on there you will be able to find a whole lot more of her paintings and prints which is really cool like it'll recommend to you miss mustard and you can look at all of hers Hers really fit my style, but if you have a different style from me, you can just scroll around on Society6. They have so many, so many paintings to choose from. That link there is an affiliate link. Now, another great place, and Deb talked about this when she was on my podcast, but Deb at seekinglavenderlane.com has a vintage prints collection on her website. They're just so pretty. And I love how she styles them and arranges them. So if you need some inspiration on how to do that, She has it on there and I also, if you go to her website, a pop-up comes up where she offers you one free print for joining her email list, so I've done that. And I currently own the European Lady on here and I'd like to also do the European florals. So many great options and you can get some vintage frames that you collect at antique shops and thrift shops to put them in so that they actually do look like vintage art. Another good option is my friend Andrea from Pine and Prospect Home, if you go to Pine and Prospect prospecthome.com and click on shop my artwork at the top. She has these downloadable prints. They're all between nine and $11 a piece, which is great. She painted them all herself and then you're buying the prints, which is just so pretty. She actually sent me one of me and Luke's favorite date night spot, the winery that we go to. She, whenever I shared a story, she screenshotted it and painted it. I think this vineyard setting downloadable print is actually of that so it's it's so pretty and such a great price again if i were to print these out i would do it at npix.com rather than on your home computer just so it looks a little a little bit more real but if you're on a really tight budget i would just get some cardstock, and if you have a nice colored printer printing them off that way I will definitely leave links to everything I'm saying down in the show notes, because I know that I'm dropping all kinds of sources and links and you might forget where I'm I'm talking about, so you can find those down in the show notes. All right, my next item on the list is dried botanicals. I have a tutorial for how to make your own dried flowers and put them in a little arrangement in a frame in my Simple Farmhouse Life book on page 169. Recently, I went to an antique shop and I found some beautiful dried botanicals in a gold frame for $2. So you can also probably find them if you just keep your eyes peeled at thrift shops and antique shops. Wall art is something that I am constantly looking for. Another is vintage artwork. I keep my eye out for that as well. I have two oil paintings by our bed above the nightstands. Those are probably my favorite things I've found so far. When I'm buying things like that. I like to get up close to the piece and look at the texture and make sure that it's actually an oil painting and not a print. I mean, prints are fine too, but before you pay very much for it, make sure that it's actually a painting. I do love my prints, but I will say that whenever I find an actual oil painting, there is something about that texture. You can just tell that it's real and I like it even more. Another thing that I have is my friend Sarah from Briartonfarm.com painted a watercolor of our farmhouse, which I love. She gave me this watercolor painting, and it was beautiful, but I I looked at it and thought, how am I ever gonna find the perfect frame for this? Because it was not in a frame, and so I just needed to find the perfect size. Uh, Seriously, a week later, I was in a thrift shop, and I spotted a frame, and I actually spotted two different frames, and I asked my daughter, Ruthie, which one do you think would work? And I was like, I kind of think it's this one. She's like, no, I kind of think it would be this one because we both had looked at the artwork. We didn't measure it, which we should have done. She was totally right. I grabbed the one that she suggested. I spray painted the frame because it wasn't a color I liked. It is the most perfect frame for this artwork. It's amazing that I found it. I actually shared a picture on my Instagram. So if you go to Instagram and search Farmhouse on Boon it is my photo from August 8th. You can see the beautiful watercolor that Sarah made me and the frame that I ended up finding for it. So that's gonna take a home in my living room, which I'm really excited about. We're gonna be redoing that as soon as we finish up redoing the girls' room. So paintings, whether you commission someone to make it for you, or if you find one vintage, always a good thing to add. Another item is drawings. I am personally not very skilled at drawing, but my daughter is, she is so great at it. She actually follows these tutorials from a YouTuber called Farjana, or Farhana, I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's F-A-R-J-A-N-A on YouTube, Farjana Drawing Academy. She's gotten so good that I commissioned her to make me several pencil drawings for above her desk in the girls room makeover. So if it isn't out by time this episode comes out, the girls room makeover will be coming out very soon and you can go see how that turned out. But I found some vintage frames from antique shops that I've just been collecting and she's gonna make some drawings to go in those. Now that brings me to my next point which is vintage frames. I'm always looking for them. Now here's the thing, if they don't have glass, I'm likely to still buy it because they can be custom framed at Michael's and I believe Hobby Lobby. Now that does make it more expensive. So if you do find at an antique shop a frame that is $5 that's really beautiful but has no glass and one that's 20 and has glass, I would still recommend going, if you're gonna choose, with the one that's 20 because you will come out better in the end on that one versus having it custom framed. Now I did just pick up a few weekends ago an awesome, really thick frame. And it's like a landscape size that I'm going to have to have custom framed whenever I find the right photo for it. But it was so pretty and it wasn't even cheap. It was $30. It's just a frame. It has no glass, but it's one of those things that whenever I get the perfect landscape photo for it and get it framed, it's going to be a statement. It's going to go above one of the armoires in our house and I just know that it's going to be perfect and so those are one of those times where it's like yeah this is just a little wooden frame but it's still worth it for what it's going to end up being in our home. It's going to be it's going to be something that whenever I get it up and whenever I post pictures everybody's going to ask me where'd you get that frame. I'm not going to have a good source so it's one of those. The next thing on my list which this is new to me is vintage needle points. I just picked up my first vintage needlepoint from a Facebook marketplace seller. Her grandma made it and it's from the 30s, which is awesome. And it is such a pretty floral rose pattern in a gold frame, it's oval, and I just love it. But what's interesting is after I picked that up from her, I went to a few antique shops and right away saw two more floral needle points. So I know now that they're really common and easy to find, but I just love them. This is something that happens though whenever you start getting into antique shopping and curating things for your home. When you first start finding something, it might feel like it's really rare, but then once you have your eye out for it, you'll find out just how rare it is or isn't. This happened to me with vintage mirrors, the gold ones that are really ornate that I'm really loving right now. I picked up the first two of those that I saw, and then now I see them everywhere. They're so common, which is fine. I actually, I think they're so pretty and I love them, but it does make you understand the value of things. Once you see it several times, you get a gauge for what it would be going for, So that's just with with shopping vintage and antique finds for your home, you will get a gauge for what they're worth. The next one is vintage hooks. Old peg racks are really cool. I love those for farmhouse decor because people hang pictures on them, dried herbs, hats, rolling pins, cutting boards. They just have that farmhouse charm when you drape linen or floral aprons. Actually, my friend Paige from Farmhouse Vernacular, she just did her kitchen reveal and she has hooks in her kitchen where she hung several vintage floral aprons and it just adds so much charm. So anytime you can add hooks to your home, it's gonna give you a really good spot to swap out things seasonally that you're hanging. You can easily change things out. It definitely has farmhouse charm. All right, the rest of these on the list actually came from a follower and this is what inspired creating this episode. Someone sent me a list of more farmhouse wall art ideas as a podcast episode idea. So I thought this is a good opportunity to share all that I've been collecting and learning on farmhouse wall art. So one thing she said is old maps, and I love that idea. We also have educational type things in the kids' rooms on the back of the boys' door. We often hang posters, they have a poster up there right now. It actually looks pretty cool. And if you find a vintage map, in a nice vintage frame, put those two things together. That actually is giving me an idea right now. We found a frame roadside recently, and I don't like the painting that's in it, but I grabbed it because it was free. I wondered what's gonna go in this because this frame is massive. And now I'm thinking, oh, I could put a map in there, a really large map, or maybe a few pages from a, Atlas or something, so hmm, gives me an idea. Another that she mentioned is photography. She said, there's a beautiful shot of your barn and silo in a snowstorm that would make a gorgeous frame piece of artwork worthy of any gallery, and she's right. That would be really cool because I could print that off and enjoy looking at the barn through the seasons. We actually did this idea for my dad on his property, my parents' property. They have a covered bridge and it's really pretty and it goes over the creek and my dad's really proud of it because of how he put it up and he covered it with barn wood. It's really cool looking. And my sister ended up, she's a photographer, she ended up taking photos of it in each season and it's a cool collection whenever you can see that same bridge through all four seasons. Another she suggested is in a similar vein. She said a series of pictures of your picket fenced in garden, fall, winter, spring, and summer. And I love that idea. I need to do that. I think I would rather get the garden when it's like June rather than August because right now everything's getting way too overgrown. Things are dying, but starting this in the fall and then getting spring, summer, and winter would be a really cool collection. She also said, in your introduction of your new calf, your little girl is walking in her wellies and scenes like these are just waiting to be photographed and framed. I completely agree. I actually got some inspiration over the weekend and I took photos of my two girls because we're doing, like I mentioned already, a room makeover and I was looking for artwork for behind their bed. I already bought frames and I was looking for artwork that would fit in it. It occurred to me that, you know what? This is the little girl's room and sometimes they're best friends and sometimes they're not and so I decided that I would get pictures of them together holding hands in shots around our farm so that they can always remember and look above their beds that they truly are best friends so I got them together holding our cats it's a really cute farm photo and then I also got them next to Bess our new Guernsey heifer and one of them was holding Snowflake, the new goat kid. So it's just a neat moment in time because in two years when we're milking Bessie, she's going to be 1,400 pounds. Snowflake, who is three weeks old, is going to be, you know, who knows how big. So totally love that idea. Photos of kids is an obvious choice. All right, one more thing I wanted to share, and this actually came from a blog. If you go to... Actually, I'll have to just leave a link because it's kind of difficult to pronounce. I actually don't know how to pronounce it at all. F-R-A-N-C-O-I-S-E-T-M-O-I.com. She has a tutorial for DIY vintage paintings that are truly convincing. And the premise is you order this canvas paper, and I actually did this, and it works. And then you go onto a free site, the National Gallery of Art website, And you can download art there, you can print it off on this canvas paper and then frame it in an old frame and it looks like you have vintage art. Now this blogger actually even took the canvas and stapled it around a canvas. She took an eight by, eight by 10 canvas and stapled the eight and a half and 11 by 11 inch paper around the canvas and then put it in a frame. You'll have to actually go visit her blog post because I'm not doing it justice. It looks really good. And she picked up the frame from, I believe, Goodwill. And so you'd think she has this expensive artwork in her house and it totally isn't. It's just spray paint and a printer and some staples. It's one of those DIY projects that's really satisfying. So I'll leave a link down in the show notes to that as well. All right, well that was long-winded, but I have so many artwork ideas right now. If you have more suggestions, please DM me over on Instagram. I would love to make a part two on this. I'm really enjoying adding this level of comfort and layers and coziness that makes my home tell a story of where we've been, who we are, that I didn't really do as much in the last house. I was definitely going for the more minimal vibe and so I'm trying something brand new and I'm having a lot of fun with it. Also, if you have not yet grabbed my free ebook on how to incorporate the farmhouse style in your home, you can get that at bit.ly slash farmhouse on boon style. Make sure to check out the show notes and get all of these sources and links to some of these wall art ideas. All right, I will see you in episode 64 of the Simple Farmhouse Life podcast.